Welcome to the Down to Business Podcast with Alex Kirby, where entrepreneurs and small businesses cut to stretch themselves and grow their company. From interviews to in-depth discussions, you'll learn how to market effectively, increase profits, and become the leader your company needs you to be. Now, let's get down to business. Well, what's going on, everybody? Alex Kirby here with the Down to Business Podcast is what you're listening to. I own two companies, a landscaping company named Trifecta uh, with over 15,000 followers on Instagram, over 4,000 on Facebook, and um, I also own Pure Media Solutions, and uh, we are a startup sort of media company where we do podcasts and social media marketing trips and uh, tricks and tips, excuse me, and... um, yeah, we just really appreciate you guys uh, joining us as we talk here about entrepreneurship, business marketing, finances, is everything in between. We try to make your business our business is our little phrase. We try to really care about you and what you're doing and help. hopefully this podcast is here to help you grow your business um, and, and help you become a better leader. So again, I want to thank today's um, guest on the show. Today we have Jeffrey Morrison from Morrison Made up there in Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky, uh, Northern Kentucky, even close to Ohio. Uh, not a Buckeye fan. So anyone listening from Ohio, I don't want to hear it, but uh, again, Jeffrey, thanks for being, yeah, Bobcats. That's right. Jeffrey, thank you so much, uh, for being on the show today, brother. Yeah. I appreciate you guys having me. Seriously. You're welcome, man. So Jeffrey, uh, for our listeners that know nothing about you, you are, I think you're one of probably the more interesting stories. And that's why we're going to just talk more today about the journey you're on, uh, you have, you're, you're a bivocational guy. You're a firefighter by day and night. I'm not going to say by day because sometimes yeah. you're doing it at night. Yep. Um, but you also own a leather making company. Is that, is that the correct uh, way to describe it? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And, and you're doing, man, I looked at your stuff online first off. looks super good. Um, Thank you. I'm big into leather. I have leather boots. I have a leather wallet. Um, I really like, I don't know. I, my wife has like three purses that are just straight leather and stuff. But so I'm a leather, I'm a leather connoisseur, but, um, what's so interesting, Jeffrey, and I think where you're going to bring a lot of value to our listeners is, uh, first tell them in a second, tell them a little bit about yourself, but I think it's just cool. Like the journey you're on currently. So a lot of people who are listeners, I think that they're kind of in the same sphere that you're in. Mm-hmm. So my hope is that they're just encouraged to hear, uh, the ways you're dealing with it, ways you're trying to handle, having a side hustle that's sort of becoming a full-time job while you have a full-time job. Um, you know, and just being super relatable. So, uh, again, Jeff, appreciate you being on the podcast and just tell everybody a little bit about yourself, man, about your life, your, your wife, uh, whatever you got going on. Yeah, of course. So I have a pretty weird resume kind of long and, um, yeah. So I, in high school, you know, big into sports and everything, didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life after that though. And I knew it wasn't going to take me anywhere. So, I decided to go to college uh, and get an engineering degree. It's kind of what everybody told me to do. I was good at math. Um, Parents knew I was smart and uh, I was good at school. So that's what I did. I actually, you know, I was a few years into that and I just, I knew it was not something I wanted to do. I didn't want to, I don't know, the the nine to five grind um, in the civil engineering uh, world just wasn't for me. I was, you know, behind a desk. Um, My father's a hardworking blue collar man, works with his hands. I've just kind of always had that desire. Um, so four years into my five-year degree, I actually, um, took a year off from, from college and I went into the air force reserves. So oh, I'm actually still in the air force reserves. I've been in there for, for three years now. And, 
um, that was kind of my start to the firefighter uh, journey. I became a firefighter in the Air Force, um, and I used that experience to um, come back and get a civilian job as a firefighter after I graduated um, from college. So I got my civil engineering degree, um, absolutely did nothing with it, and um, I became a firefighter. Um, but in the midst of all that, I, I don't, I'm not sure what it was. I really have no clue. I look back on like journals and different things and kind of like where my, where I was in my headspace, but I've just always had this burning, absolutely burning desire in me to, to have some kind of like small brand, small business that I could do with my family and, and build from the ground up and be able to work with my hands, um, and, and, and do it myself, um, be self-employed, um, and so, you know, I'm trying to navigate those those feelings and those thoughts, you know, while I'm, you know, in college and um, I'm becoming a firefighter. I'm doing all these different things. And, um, you know, eventually it turned into me um, creating this little side hustle um, out of nowhere, Morrison made leather. And um, it's kind of just, you know, what we're still doing. But, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm still a firefighter now. I'm working full time. Um, I just recently got married. Um, a year ago, it's been a little over a year, me and my wife, uh, Corinne. Um, so yeah, just kind of in the, in the grind of life, um, trying to figure out, you know, what we're going to do with all this, but that's, that's kind of the backstory. Of- yeah, it's great. I mean, sounds like you're starting to figure it out. And for people that don't know what I'm talking about, when I say that, I mean, you've had some, you've only been in business a little over a year, Correct. right? Yep. And You've done, let's just say a rough number. I mean, in revenue, how much would you say you've already done in revenue in your first 15 months? Uh, I would say anywhere from 50 to $60,000. I mean, dude, that is, that is nothing to, you know, put your head down about at all. I mean, in your first 15 months of business, especially in what you do with online sales, which can be, you know, brutal at times, you know, I guess tell everybody a little bit, you know, tell our listeners like what exactly you do, like when it comes so they, so before we jump into your business model, what exactly you make or what you do? So we make, um, leather wallets. That's kind of where we started more of like minimalist style wallets, um, front pocket wallets. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it just kind of has expanded from there. You know, we, we kind of, um, we started making bags. We like to make belts, watch straps, but we're still at the very beginning where we're just, we're kind of trying to narrow down, uh, our niche of, of different wallets that we're selling. And so, yeah, that's, that's basically it. We make smaller, uh, leather goods yeah. and accessories, um, for everyday life. Sure. That's a good one. So, so tell me a little bit about, so I, I wanted to just chat and hopefully people can listen because there's so many facets of business and we haven't talked to someone. I don't know if we've had a discussion with anyone on the podcast yet where we sort of just take a look into the, into business and like the, the components of business. So for example, your business, you've got to worry about inventory. You've got to worry about mm-hmm. cost of goods and materials. You've got to worry about order fulfillment and shipping costs. Um, gosh, the list goes on and on with the type of business you're in with, not yeah. just like with me, I'm in a service business. So we have kind of the same rhythm every day. Now something randomly pops up, but we're in the service industry. So we're serving people. You're, you're all, you're sort of like that. But what I, I like to call it is a supply industry. You're supplying someone a good that they desire that they don't necessarily have to have. So our, the business philosophies and the business components are a little bit different. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. But so for example, like, do you have like, how's like inventory? Do you have like 50 wallets made ready to go? Are they custom made every time? 
So yeah, everything that we do right now is made to order. And that's kind of the thing that we have to, to make sure people know because, well, especially with it just being me and my wife, we, we do everything by hand. And so it's a right. long drawn out process. And I think there's a little bit of uniqueness to that. Like we're making, you know, when someone puts in an order, it's like, okay, we're going to make that wallet that you ordered for you. We don't actually keep a lot in stock. We don't keep anything in stock, actually. Um, everything is made to order. And that's why, you know, we're running into issues right now where we're actually 10 to 12 weeks out because we can't even keep out with keep up with the orders that are coming in. Wow. Yeah. That's a challenge. And that leads to the next question of, well, let's let's not jump too far. So tell people a little bit, you know, your business is growing steadily last year because of COVID and yep. people seems like a lot of online businesses, especially cool ones like yours. I mean, yours is pretty cool what you're doing. You know, you're doing good, you're going and, and you're growing your business, and then you jump onto TikTok. Yep. And so for our listeners, they've heard us talk about TikTok lately. You know, I have a love-hate relationship with TikTok because I think Me it's too, really man. bad for it's really not good for young people. Me too, man. For kids and stuff. Like I wish it was an 18 or older type thing. Yep. But Completely I also agree. think TikTok is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> It's really cool in some ways because it provides like a snapshot of something that you didn't have to watch for 20 minutes. You really needed 45 seconds of. So tell me like what made you join TikTok? Talk about like talk about some of the things that's happening in your business because of TikTok. Yeah, of course. So, you know, we started I tell a lot of people like we started the backs of our business off of social media and it took me a long time to get into social media because I'm a, I'm a pretty like shy reserved guy. I don't do super well in front of cameras and, th- and things like that. I'm keep to myself. And, you know, so we did a year, our first year of, of business on Instagram and Instagram is great because, you know, I'm connected to a pretty big community. So I was able to connect to my community through that Instagram, but outside of my community, you know, there's not a whole lot of growth opportunity on Instagram. It's, it's basically who you know and who you want to follow. And, and that's, that's kind of what you get on there. So, you know, after a year Instagram, we're like, you know, this isn't necessarily going to um, work long term in, in the sense of like how we want to grow and where we see Well, Well, it's ourselves. hard to go viral. It's hard yes. to go viral on viral, Instagram. Right. We, couldn't, yeah. we weren't able to break out of our community of like friends and right. family. Yeah, and, I got and what some you're people have, and some people, and some people do. You know, it's just that's kind of where we were at, and we were looking for kind of what our next step was. And so, um, actually, we saw somebody who was on Instagram who had started their business after us, and kind of was scaled down a lot, you know, smaller than us in terms of like their following and whatnot. They they jumped over to TikTok, and they actually saw way more success than we've even we've even seen. And we were kind of like, oh man, we got to get on there. Like this is this is really cool. Like TikTok is kind of it's 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 a great, like you said, it's a, such an easy place to go viral. It's sort of like a mix of YouTube and Instagram. Like yeah. to me, you know, like like YouTube is longer videos, and you have to be really dedicated to watch. Right. Like like the stuff I watch on YouTube is what I care about or exactly. what I'm trying to learn. But Instagram is like almost too fast. You're just looking at pictures or like. Yeah. So it's a. To me, TikTok is this beautiful marriage between the two, which is like, okay, I'm kind of interested in it. I'll watch it for 45 seconds, but I'm not going to watch it for five minutes. Yeah. And so anyways, I think- I, for people, for people I, I like to talk about ph- philosophy of social media because I was a psychology minor in college, and social media is all psychological. I mean, it really is. So for what we're going to be talking about, because I, I want people to hear like, you are doing, man. What, anyways, I want to ruin the surprise. Keep going. 
That's all right. So, so yeah, we, we jumped on a TikTok, and what was, what's really cool about TikTok is, you know, where we struggle the most right now in, in terms of our business is just, we don't have a lot of time. So like, you know, I want to start a YouTube channel. I want to do all these things. I just don't have time. But what's cool about TikTok is I was able to basically just continue doing what we're doing, making orders and, 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 you know, making a real quick video, some clips of me, you know, pumping out our orders, making one of these wallets. And I throw that on the TikTok and it just, you know, it blew up out of nowhere. And I, it really, I think it, it is because, you know, people were just able to kind of get behind the scenes and see the work that we were putting into, because that is the problem. When people see our, our stuff at the surface, they're like, Oh, that's kind of expensive because they're not used to what we do. They're not used to the material we use, which we can go into the material we use later yeah, and the yeah. quality of it compared to what's normal. But people were able to see that and, and see the hard work that goes into it and also connect with me and my wife and our small yes. business. And they just absolutely, I mean, the, the, the amount of support, that we like, I'll go through comments and, you know, I hear a lot about people talking how there's just a lot of negative people on social media and, and whatnot and through the comments. But like, if you scroll through our comments, it's just people after people like, this is so awesome. You guys are so yeah. cool. We love what you're doing. This is really good work. It's such good quality. We love you guys. And, and, and that has been kind of, um, the theme of, of what we've seen on TikTok of people just like pouring in the support for, for me and my wife, as you know, we, you know, are on this grind. And so TikTok for us has been such an amazing experience for that reason. Hey guys, this episode of the Down to Business podcast is brought to you by Ballard Products. We want to thank Ballard Products for being such a great sponsor of the Down to Business podcast. And if you guys haven't checked them out, go to ballard-inc.com, use the promo code TRIFECTA10. And this is a perfect time. It's springtime. They have products for our professional landscapers, but also for residential homeowners. So aeration, mower blades, anything you can think of, Ballard Products has it. Make sure you use, again, Trifecta 10 promo code to save 10% off today. You said social media in general helps people connect with you, see the quality of your work, and understand the process. Yep. And I think those three things really, for anyone listening, if you on social media in general can get people to see that about your business, they're going to be more inclined to support you, give you a chance, want to, you know, like there's this weird thing about business because of the culture we live in in America, right, Jeff, where people think shady business owners are somewhat shady yeah, um, until they understand like what it really takes, you know? Uh, Jeff Bezos, the Amazon owner, um, well, he, you know, stock owned, but he owns the majority of the stock. Jeff Bezos, there's an interesting, a really amazing clip. Um, have you seen this before? Where in the very beginning of Amazon, he's in a room about, yeah, I don't know, I've seen it's that. 30, and he's got a banner where he spray painted yep. Amazon, Amazon on it. Yeah. And that was the first like sign, right? And so I just love that example because everyone starts from a place where, People can't like now people want to burn his house down because he's rich, right? Right. But it's like it wasn't that way. And he's made a lot of other people wealthy because of his business. And he's right. changed. I mean, how many people does he employ? Over a hundred thousand. Well over a hundred thousand people, I believe, in the world. And so again, I, I just think it's so interesting um that, you know, TikTok help TikTok and Instagram are so great with showing people how, how you know, connecting with you the quality of what services you're doing in, in the process. And so going towards that, I mean, tell tell our listeners how many views you have gotten on a couple videos that took you three minutes to make, but have transformed your company because of the social media. 
Yeah. So early on, I made a, I made a first like a couple of videos and I, I can remember posting those first couple of videos and just, you know, seeing the views start to pop up a little bit. And we, we get like, I remember, I, I can genuinely remember, uh, vividly remember the first few videos getting up to like 10,000 views. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, this is insane. 10,000 people are seeing my stuff. And then out of nowhere on like the third video after, after so long, it just, it started jumping up to like hundreds of thousands. And so you can go back now and you can see our, I think it was like maybe our third or fourth video. It has a few hundred thousand uh, views on it and, you know, multiple thousands of likes and, and shares and stuff. But then it, it got even, you know, more progressive where, you know, we posted um, a video, maybe, you know, our eighth video or so it ended up getting millions of views. And then most recently we had a, a video get 8 million views. And um, from there, it just has kind of been snowballing and, you know, we're up to over a hundred thousand followers and over a couple months, you know, and, um, just kind of growing from, from there, you know, and that's, and that's what we were talking about off air is, you know, if you can start to quantify, you know, all right, let's talk about this. Your last 90 days of business, yeah. you've seen your, you know, you've seen your orders because of TikTok go up like what? Three, four times. Yeah. Through I mean, the roof. I mean, what you were getting, all right, let's use the math. You were saying you were getting somewhere between two and $3,000 a month in orders before, right? Um, yeah, maybe even a little less than that. Okay. And now you're talking about triple that or quadruple we're getting, that number. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting two to 3000 a week. We've had some weeks where we've done $7,000. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. It is because of TikTok. And, and that's what I'm TikTok. saying. And, and, but it also, to give you credit, like you took that leap of faith. And I yeah. think a lot of our listeners here, you know, they're in the services or trades or they're starting a small at home business. I know we've got some listeners. I've got a listener that I know listens that um, has a produce company where they like go and buy fresh produce from the farmer's market and then like take it to people's houses so they don't have to go get their own produce, which is pretty right. cool. But I think what's our listeners, I want them to hear is take a chance, man. Like, yeah. You don't know if it's going to work, but yep. guess what? If you're not trying it, you, we know it's not going to work because you're not trying. And, you know, I was telling you this. I, I think your business is forever changed if you continue to burn this candle, which is Instagram, TikTok, you know, Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, what's interesting about Facebook, and let's just talk about online marketing a lot here. Facebook is sort of more of a professional um setting for selling products like i just i just bought a pair of shoes and a shirt and a pants from a company on there really and if yeah because it, it through a facebook ad um because i thought like i felt like it was pretty well done it was like a website you know facebook website basically and so for me like if you have to have all three is what i'm trying to get at you know um facebook to me is more like i said more like here's who we are you know, TikTok is right. more like a kick a Kickstarter, and Instagram yep. is sort of in between. Um, Instagram got smart with with doing the reels thing because they were yeah. about to get left. They, they were about did. to get left in the dust. Which YouTube's trying to do that now too with the YouTube Shorts. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, they're trying to get into it as well. They've got a beta out where they're doing the one <laughs> to two minute clips like that. See, and that's what I'm saying. Like people, you know, YouTube is awesome if you care about what you're watching. But I know so many times, like. I, Chris and I have talked, our producer, Chris and I have talked about how a lot of people like don't watch a video for longer than X amount of time yep. and they skip it. So anyways, so, so let's go into, okay, you've had su this success from TikTok and Instagram. You make a great product. 
Where does that kind of leave you? So, so a lot of our listeners here are bivocational, meaning they have two jobs. They have a full-time job and then their business that they own is sort of a side hustle. You know, let's talk about a little bit of those challenges because you work a full-time job, you're getting mm-hmm. full-time orders. You know, I mean, you're, yep. I can't imagine how late you're staying up some nights trying to get these orders done. I, Every day, never stops. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine. And, you know, but you, you're caught in between because you, do I quit my, do I quit my career that I started Do I, to go and do this thing that, yes, we're having success now, but how do I know it's going to last? So just kind of talk about your mentality and how challenging that's been. Yeah, it has definitely been the most challenging um, decision that I've faced, um, at least most recently in this kind of phase of my life, because, you know, I've, I've worked really hard to get where I am now in my career. And, you know, we're pretty we're pretty comfortable and we're at a place where, you know, I can, you know, support my family through this career, you know, but in the end, I know what I'm most passionate about and what I want to do is I want to, you know, pursue, pursue this business. And so, you know, in my heart, it's like, I want to, I want to quit my job and I want to, to leave. But at the same time, it's like, I've kind of been able to juggle and balance doing both. And, you know, we're kind of maximizing, um, our, you know, our, the money that we're bringing in and, you know, we're all about we, me and my wife, we want to start a family. We want to have a lot of kids. So we're, mm-hmm. you know, we're nervous because it's like, well, this money is going to be um, really good for us in terms, you know, long-term being able to support our family and set ourselves up well for the long-term future. And to, you know, cut that off is, it's just really scary. So, sure. you know, we, we've had, we, we've been having conversations. We, we've been inching our way towards that. And, um, you know, we're praying about it and we're talking to God about it, trying to figure out, you know, you know, where he wants us and all this. Um, we just, we have not been able to, to take that leap. And I think honestly, one of the, the, even a, a key reason to it is, is it just kind of goes against the grain of what everybody thinks and says we should yes. do. Yeah. Um, whether it's, and, and I have, you know, I have the most love in my heart for my parents and the people around us and our family, but they think we're crazy kind of, you know, to, yep. to do something like that because we are so comfortable and we have a good job. And, um, you know, I've just been told my whole life, like, that's what we're supposed to do. And so nothing against them, but it's just, it goes against everything that I've ever been taught. It goes against kind of the culture of, you know, just, just everything. And so I think that pressure has been really hard on my wife and I, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we, so making that jump, that's a huge, that's a huge thing is my wife, you know, we don't even want to have to tell her parents that, you know, Jeffrey quit his job. Like, Oh, he's, he's a lunatic. What's he thinking? Yes. Well, so we have an episode that will have been aired by the time yours is, yours is aired. So if you, if you listen to it is, is David Waldy and we just talked about this is in beautifully, you know, we talked about, breaking down social constructs of what people have told us is success. And people have told us, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Go get a job you can work at for 30 years and retire and all that stuff. Um, You know, I'm with you on on this. I'll share this with you a little bit is when I started my landscaping company, I quit my job at the church. I just got married to my wife. We were a year married on the dot. And felt like the Lord told us to to quit there and didn't have another thing lined up. I had a job offer from another place for a lot of money and said no. And we're sitting there Crazy. like, well, what do we do? Yeah. So what do we do? And she was working, she was making $13 an hour and I'm now making like side hustle money. It was enough to survive on and stuff. But my father, not to, my father actually, 
uh, told me this was a huge mistake. He said, starting this lawn care business is a big mistake. You have a young, wow. you know, all this thing. And my dad's a great guy. That's just not yeah. even against him. But he wrote me a long letter and said, you know, son, you, you have a new wife, a new job. You don't need to be starting a new company. And um, he just nervous for me, right? He was just nervous for me. But I think that, you know, so many of people listening, they're probably right there too. You know, they're probably, do I quit? Do I stay? Do I go? Do I leave? Whatever. And the biggest thing, like you said, the first thing is to ask the Lord to give you wisdom and guidance. Yeah. Um, and, and to make the right decision because we don't want to make a decision that's selfish. We don't want to make a decision that's hasty. And then the second one is have courage. I think so often we're afraid and we're comfortable and the best arenas in a really even scripture, the people that did the most amazing things were in uncomfortable situations. Yeah. And so, you know, for me and my wife, we were sitting there like, man, okay, God, we, you told us to start this business. We started our lawn care business in December, which is a horrible time to start a business. <laughs> right. And we did $8,000 our first month. Wow. And I couldn't believe it. I remember sitting there, we made this little chart to color in every 500 bucks we made. And we were like, how did we just do that? I didn't even know what I was doing yet. I literally had no idea what I was doing. And the Lord just provided business and, and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, next thing we know, we crushed it the first year and, and the Lord was super faithful. But what you're saying, man, is so good for our listeners to hear that how do you balance, you know, that decision and don't make it, um, quickly, but also don't wait too long. Right. You know, and that's what we were talking about off air a little bit is if you can take the chance, then take the chance. Um, because that's what entrepreneurs do. We make, we take risks, we take calculator risks. We don't, we're not reckless, but we take risks is a good phrase I like to use. So, um, so, okay. So Jeffrey, I mean, so let me, so tell me about your wife. Like, is she working another job or is she doing this full time with you or? Yeah. So she, um, does work another job. We both got jobs, um, you know, a few months out of college, she works full time as a social worker up at, um, a children's hospital. Um, and so, you know, um, she's doing well for herself. And at the same time, she's overwhelmed because she actually does all the hand stitching in our business. Um, and she does a lot of behind the scenes stuff like packing up orders and other different things and keeping up with all that. So, um, she does, basically do this full time with me and it, it's um, just as, just as stressful on her. Um, yeah. so yeah, it's, um, we do it together and, and we love it. And it's, it's honestly really hard. Uh, we make it look, um, cute and fun on our social medias and stuff like that, but there is a lot of struggle in, um, yeah. just the time and the effort that goes into everything that we're doing and this big decision of, you know, what we want to do. Like if we're going to, you know, drop and quit our jobs, like it has not been easy. And we've, We've had to, you know, wrestle through it and we've had fights and we've had long, deep, you know, conversations. But in the end, um, it really has, uh, it's brought us so much closer together um, in our intimacy right. with one another and just all the things of life and, and we're working through it. And it's, it's in the end, you know, looking back, like it's been so much fun, but it, it is hard. It's really hard. Hey guys, don't fast forward this. This is a huge opportunity I want to tell you guys about with Jobber, our show sponsor for today. I'm excited to share Boost by Jobber, Jobber's new $100,000, yes, hundred grand grant program, which is built to help launch, grow, and strengthen small home service businesses. 
Almost entrepreneurs, new business owners, and experienced business owners are all invited to apply for grants ranging from $1,000 to twenty grand. In August 2021, Jobber will be announcing 20 recipients and will be following along with the winner's story, seeing how the funding impacts their business, whether you're seeking new equipment, marketing dollars, launching a new service team, or financial relief. You can go to boostbyjobber.com and it takes only five minutes to fill out an application. Make sure you guys go look in our show notes, get the link, and take advantage of the sweet free money opportunity from Jobber. A lot of our listeners, sometimes they can, uh, I'm sure as I can, I'll look at somebody else's situation and be like, man, it looks like they're just printing money over there. Man, it looks like he's, you know, playing golf for eight hours and going to the office for one (laughs) hour, you know? Right. And, and, And there's times where it looks that way, but the reality is if you're think, you know, for people who are thinking about starting a business, listen to this, it is a grind. Yeah. And if you're willing to put in the, like, I'm not an overworking person. Like that's, that's something, um, this, this episode, me and David just recorded. I don't believe in the 40 hour work week, but I don't believe in the 80. Yeah. And I think the hours is not really, this is another conversation another time, but I don't believe that the hours is necessarily a metric of hard work. It's being smart with the time you have. So for us at like my, my landscaping company, we start at 7 a.m., but we're still off at 5, 5.30, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we work, like, tomorrow most of our guys will be off. They work four days, and they get 10-hour days, so they already have their hours in case we want to give people off, right? And so working smarter, not always longer hours is, is equally as important. But number two, it is an absolute grind. I mean, there until a few months ago for the last four years, four nights a week, the second my daughter and my wife went to sleep, I grabbed the laptop and worked another hour and a half, you know, till 1130 at night. Yep. And I'd say I'm only down to one night, maybe two a week of that now. And it's, you know, it's by choice, but it's also if you want to build, you know, it's one thing to sustain a business. And I'll tell you this, Jeffrey, as advice here, it's one thing to sustain a business for, for people who are having a nice little business. But if you want to grow a business, you can't just pull the weeds. You've got to start making more fields and you've got to start planting more seed. You've got to make, you know, farming tactics here, but you've got to create more, not just continue to work with what you have. And so for people who are like, you know, I know I have, a, we do have several listeners, Jeffrey, who are like trying to make the decision on, should I grow my business or just sustain it? Um, and only they can answer that themselves. But one thing that I, um, I don't know. I'd love to hear your opinion on this. I always say I'd rather tell a horse to woe than giddy up. So meaning I would rather pull the reins back and be like, okay, we tried to, to scale and it wasn't great for us. So we're going to pull back rather than like, no, we're just going to put it on cruise control for the next 15 years from this size. Cause w- what happens if it could have been greater? Like what right. happens if it could have been more? What if, what if there were more people for you to serve? And yeah, um, I don't know. I wonder what you I, think about that. I think that applies so well to where we're at right now. That's kind of the crossroads that we're at because I could sustain where we're at right now and keep it as a side hustle and make some extra money and, and, you know, um, continue to work full time and, and just have it be that. But we're at a place right now where like, I think there's so much potential and there's, 
if you know if I was to quit my job, we could start to hone in that potential and grow rather than sustain. And so that yeah. is that is it's the big jump right now. Do we want to grow or do we want to sustain? And I know and my passion is I you know I want to grow. I want I want to um, I want to at least you know be able to look back and and not have to say like oh you know what if what if right yeah that's a big one for me too. I never. That's why I like that phrase. I, I hate second guessing potential opportunities and stuff. Yeah. I always tell my managers in our office, they ask, eh, should we do this job? I'm like, or should we even do this quote? I'm like, Hey, let's do the quote and let's see if we can do it. And if we can't, we'll tell them, yeah. but we don't want to say no, we can't before we even see the, see the opportunity. So, um, I love that, man. Um, quickly before I forget this, this is a huge opportunity for our listeners. Um, down to business podcast listeners. If you email us, at the down to business podcast at gmail.com. We're going to enter you to win a free wallet um, from Jeffrey. Okay. It's going to be an awesome uh, Morrison made wallet. So if you email us um, and say, put me in, you know, put me in the drawing <clears throat> in the episode coming in the next um, after this. So two weeks, we're going to have a drawing for, for Jeffrey's uh, leather making goods, a wallet. So, um, that is the down to business podcast at gmail.com. So I didn't want to forget that, Jeffrey. I want to make sure um, people people knew to do that. And we're going to get one of your things, man, yeah. and hopefully help grow it. So, so Jeffrey, you know, I, I really appreciate the vulnerability, man, and um, love talking, talking about this and talking about social media and then talking about just the challenges of growing a business. But um, it's kind of, we're kind of wrapping up here and I just want to give an opportunity for you to, to link your, your social media so people can find, it'll find you and your products and what you're doing and keep up with you as you're, um, growing, uh, your business and growing it the way with faith and with the Lord. Um, so kind of give your handles real fast. Awesome. Yeah. So on Instagram, we're at Morrison made leather. TikTok is just Morrison made. Uh, and then our website is morrisonmadeleather.com. Very nice, dude. Well, again, Jeffrey, I really appreciate you being on this episode of the Down to Business Podcast, man, where we try to help people make their business our business. We get in it, talk about business finances, marketing, and everything in between to help you become a better business owner and a better leader. Uh, My name is Alex Kirby. This is Jeffrey Morrison of Morrison Made Leather out of Kentucky, and we hope you guys have a great rest of your day and see you next Monday. 